Hello and welcome. Today you are listening to the delightful sounds of Enough Said, the podcast brought to you by the registered charity Independent Newham Users Forum. We're broadcasting live from Ithaca House. We are producing this with the software called Audacity, the microphones by Blue Ice Inc and four impeccable gentlemen, two of whom are co-hosting, one of them by the name of Stephen Code. Hi. Another one by the name of Michael Ahern. Hiya. And our sound engineer, the impeccable and marvellous MKH Inc. Good day. I am your host, Trevor Jones, and we are here to talk about today's subject. So, we're back in the room, and we're glad that you can join us. We are here in the heart of Ithaca House to discuss any news, topics, and hot information that is available to us now. But there's one subject that has become very interesting to us of late. And that is TV series. What happens when a TV series becomes too long? I'm sure growing up or going around town, you've probably got to know a radio show, a TV series, or even a Netflix show growing up. But sometimes a lot of these shows can go past their sell-by date. So what we're going to discuss is some of the things that we've noticed when TV series probably go a little bit past um, their expiry date and the laughter or the imagination is not there. So, uh, pushing this out to anyone there, can anyone tell me what their favourite TV series and their worst TV series are that they've seen? Um, well, my favourite TV series is probably not a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Says Doctor Who. Okay. My least favorite TV series. That's yeah. um That's a hard question. Okay. That cuz um yeah, that's difficult. Because it's hard to commit to. I think I w- I want to say something about TV series. I think one of my favorite TV series I, I think I'll say is probably like Stranger Things, which is probably a more recent one. And I think one of the worst TV uh, and for obvious reasons nostalgia, sci-fi and um, the callbacks to like uh, 80s movies of the past I think one of the worst TV series that I've seen and it's kind of so bad you end up hate watching it is Sunset Beach and um, it was like the weirdest awkwardest stage managed TV show which didn't really work the acting wasn't great and um, it was a very time wasting storytelling endeavour so I would say that was one of the reasons Watching Sunset Beach was one of the reasons I stopped watching TV. But wasn't that the point of Sunset Beach? Isn't it one of those, this is so bad, but it's good programs? I get the feeling that they were trying to do something like um, The Bold and the Beautiful and all of the Dallas and Dynasty and all of these TV shows gone gone before. But um, they just went over the top in in terms of their cycles, uh, character motivations, revenge stories, and even continuity where you'd have one character having an argument that lasted three episodes whilst the same characters in the outside world yeah moving, about, moving through days that's the nature of american <laughs> yeah. soaps though they always do that it's like yeah it's like three weeks of episodes where they kind of cover about half an hour of real time yeah yeah it, yeah it's really strange um so michael what is what have you loved to watch and what perhaps what have you hate watched as a tv series it's hard to say. I can't go through love and hate on most series. Yeah, you t- you tend to talk about Gotham quite a lot. I kind of like it. Got better. It's one of those. Some seasons have been a bit naff. Yeah, but it's just I don't know if I could watch it till he fully grows up into Batman. I don't know. 
Because Gotham is the uh, the story of the young Batman, yeah. Bruce Wayne, before he becomes Batman. Yeah. But we're kind of seeing the enemies kind of cloister around him. It's something like you uh, you see the penguin wave still being pushed around. Yeah. But isn't the problem with watching Gotham the fact that Batman is supposed to eventually create some of his enemies or co-create them through circumstance? Yeah, but like this one has already put them... Yeah. It's already been like time frame. Yeah. Could could you kind of know that which villains are gonna last, gonna survive more? Because in Gotham, the Commissioner Gordon is kind of the hero, isn't he? He's kind of anti now. Anti hero. Okay. But uh, so that's a show that you had pretty great expectations for, and then it's kind yeah, of gone then, up and down. But, yeah, but then I sort of watched it. So I've been more watching Supernatural. I sort of followed that all through. How does that compare? Um, it's kind of different in a way, because it's more demons where they've, and they've got to stop the end of the world from happening. Yeah. And stuff like that. Okay. But plus they've also given, like, you got to face like, what Lucifer looks like. Okay, so just doing the numbers, Gotham has had four seasons. Yeah, and, and Supernatural's coming up to season 14 in the States wow. in October. Okay, and how many seasons has Doctor Who had? Um, we're about to begin um, season 37. Yeah, okay. And um, I'm just going to try and have a look at uh, Sunset Beach and the TV series... Um, which actually 755 episodes that's pretty good guess how many seasons that is um, I don't know let's say they're having you know it's like a weekday well, this is 45 48 minutes yeah I'd go for say let's say 8 seasons 3 3 seasons yeah that's what you're dealing with and this is a show that was produced by Aaron Spelling who is more famous for um, Beverly Hills 90210 I think and Charlie's Angels and forcing people to act with his daughter as well. Oh, <laughs> um, be cool. To, everyone's cool to her. Um, she seems lovely. What <laughs> What is your best and worst TV series, MKH? Uh, does it matter about length? It doesn't matter about length, but I, I was just trying to show how extenuated Sunset Beach is in terms of. To be fair, I actually liked Sunset Beach. I, you liked I, it? Yeah, I was, I was glued to every single episode. So, this is a series that was out in 1997 to 1999, a very short run. Yeah. Um, so, I, mean, I, used to, I used to come back from school and watch it. Wow. Religiously. Yeah. It was brilliant in how awful. None of the characters had any chemistry, but it still managed to have how many seven hundred and something episodes. I always get the feeling that some of the some of the actors didn't even know how long they their paycheck was for. But um, I'm I'm still amazed by this because um, seven hundred fifty five episodes in a run that was from January the sixth, nineteen seventy to thirty first of December. Yeah, because yeah. it just went on every day, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So if you think about it time wise. This is a show that was on every one and a half days for three years. So this was like top culture. I mean, what how, dream... how many episodes was Neighbours have then? That was on five times a week as well. It's still yeah. going. And it's still uh, going. Yeah. I mean, well, you crack on the numbers of that, but what drew you to Sunset Beach the first time? Um, I, I liked the characters. I liked how silly the plots were. Like people just dying left, right and centre. What about the sunshine? 
I didn't really. It was all artificial, wasn't it? Yeah. And did you see the turkey based scene? The turkey based yeah, impregnation exactly. scene. Yeah, because yeah, that was like pushing still, the boat out. Because that was part of a blackmail plot. Wasn't yeah. It? Nothing made any sense. <laughs> and do you know what? It, like, if, if that series was played today, yeah. Like back then, it was unbelievable. But today, yeah. you think, okay, yeah, maybe that could happen. Because I, do, so I just want to say something about the turkey based plot because um, I think there was a, there was a female character who had had sex with uh, a male character and somehow she had collected his semen or something yeah. like that, yeah. called it in a turkey baster and left it in the fridge or the freezer and she was using that as a device to blackmail the male character. Yeah, because everyone knows that's how, that's how it <laughs> operates. Yeah. and um, that's, it, all, those, all those scientific labs that keep your sperm <laughs> perfectly cultivated, you can just put someone's sperm in the fridge and it won't die. Fridge, yeah. And it won't die. Okay, but yeah, that was brilliant. And at the time, I was I was very young. I didn't really know what any of this meant, yeah. but I just knew it was funny as hell. Um, but that, that's not my best TV series. I just I just that's not your best. No, it's, it's not. I just, I just wanted because you mentioned it. I just okay. wanted to say that I just wanted to stick up for Sunset Beach yeah. because Sunset Beach had a lot of fans. Yeah. Um, my favorite TV series is Breaking Bad. Okay. Got all the posters. Got all the pop vinyl figurines. That's a five season series. Yeah, it was five seasons. I thought, yeah, the last season is split in two. Split in two because they knew they needed to draw it out. Yeah. Um, I thought it was because of the writer's strike was what interrupted. No, the writer's strike interrupted the first series. Okay. So the first season was cut off short because of the writer's strike, and then as soon as the writers came back, they 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 went full steam ahead. so I've got all the DVDs, got all the posters, got all of the pop vinyls. That's my favourite TV series did ever. Did Breaking Bad fulfil all your expectations or did it leave you wanting or do you think they dragged it out too long? No, it's perfect. Yeah. I think they couldn't have done it. So so people, when they talk about best TV shows, they, they usually put um, Breaking Bad and The Wire in the yeah. same... Wire? Yeah, yeah no, The no, Wire. No. We string yeah. the bell. But I think The Wire... Um, the series when they went to the docks yeah. kind of brought down the average rating of everything else yeah. around it and that's why they quickly switched back to the original because uh, they were trying to expand the universe as it were yeah I drifted off in season yeah. 2 yeah it, well, they, they expanded two. it into a world that no <laughs> no, no one from the original <laughs> universe was there yeah, had to expand yeah. the universe like that it was really weird um, but do you think that may have, that may have been a technical issue of some actors weren't available maybe they were renegotiating contracts as well because there were some big players in there like uh, Dominic West and uh, I think it was Aiden Killen I, I think and uh, Idris Elba I think it was a deliberate choice on the the, the on the part of the writers and creators yeah. they said no, yeah. let's just take it over there yeah. because they thought they saw a good story yeah well it's, hasn't each each season got a specific theme like media or yeah exactly yeah, that's what media, yeah, 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 it was, yeah so um, it was corruption it was corruption it yeah, was, um, was corrupt. well, it, in, in the second series it was, all, it was all about trade unions and corruption yeah. and stuff yeah, like that yeah yeah I mean the thing I think the issue was the um, what the wire tries to tell us is um, at the beginning even though you've got the I think it starts off with the police mm. Um, regardless of uh, who's in what role there's a system there's a hierarchy and there's a structure and some people are corrupting it some people trying to uphold it but it's essentially it's a chain of command and I think it was just interesting for people to kind of see that in the construction world to see that in a political world but I think it was very interesting to see it in the criminal Mm. underworld Mm where you kind of saw like chess piece for chess piece 
identical characters yeah. in the criminal underworld versus mm -hmm. the um uh versus the police world and it was quite interesting when we discovered that stringer bell is the polar opposite of um i can't remember dominic west character but the main character yeah. mcnulty mcnulty yeah. thank you so i think that's why it worked and i also you had a writer who researched the role by doing a lot of ride-alongs as well, so I think that gave it some. I was thought, wasn't he actually? I thought, yeah, I thought he was ex. He was an ex police officer. Okay. David yeah. Simon. Yeah, yeah, he was ex police officer. I felt he was a guy who did his research with ride-alongs. I don't think he was in. I think he no, used ride-alongs in Baltimore. I, I, with I, thought, I thought he was a police officer. Yeah, I I was yeah, yeah. Okay, fact check me on that one. <laughs> yeah, he definitely because I I had to read up on it when I because I came to the wire late. But no, yeah. that's. Wire to one side, so Breaking Bad's the best. I had the worst one in my head, but now I've forgotten. Okay. Um, Maybe you can, I, can I say traumatized? Can, can, I, can I say loose women? Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I think loose women probably does qualify, uh, mainly because of stuff that's happened recently on TV where they've started antagonizing their guests. Because um, that's purely for range, you know, right? Yeah. Did you actually see what happened? I it was the most disgusting of piece of television I've ever seen in my life. Cons but considering it's um, a, 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 a TV show that appears to be promoting and advocating uh, independent women. women Isn't it supposed to be a feminist vehicle? That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. A yeah, feminist but they're taking down one of their own on TV, which is, it was very tragic to see, you know. It was disgusting. The worst piece of television I've ever seen. Okay, it's not a TV series. I got one. I had one in my head, but then again, like, would you watch a a bad TV series all the way through? Yeah, I think some people do. Oh, um, actually, yeah, I know what I was going to say. What? Heroes. Heroes. I think that's the worst television series ever. But it had so much promise after season. Yeah, one. that's that's why it's the worst. Yeah, because it epic like no that one's was, that one suffered from the writer's strike because I think that had a season two that yes, was split into half yes season two was screwed up yes yeah. it was split into half that one was because Tim Kring had wrote the whole of season one I think or, or he was largely responsible for season one then he became the story runner and then I think that was the period where he needed the writers and the writers kind of just were all over the place well they wanted fair pay which yeah, I definitely support I think support. that was all Tim Kring's fault no, but, but yeah, I know, but it's, it's the industry, and that's yeah. why that's why they have unions. But yeah, Heroes is my worst over series. Had so yeah. much promise, and no other TV series has epically failed like that. You mean built up your expectations? Yeah. And so was it like what about a, Lost? I like I like Lost. Uh, you overall, like Lost? overall, I like Lost. Patience for Lost. No, really, I I like the build up. Like how many seasons? Lost? Seasons, Lost was like nine seasons, wasn't it? Oh, I think less, less than that. Yeah. But in terms it of story, like instead, in terms of storytelling, yeah, you could tell that the the writers really loved writing Lost. I I got the feeling that they were just playing around and they never really wanted it. To no, end. what what had happened is that they had the first series down like perfectly. Yeah, they, they built out the mystery. Yeah, yeah. and. Perfectly, and then they said, "Oh shit, we've just been recommissioned again. What yeah, are we yeah. going to do?" And then that's when they had to, because yeah. how do you top the first yeah. series? You have yeah. to be more and more yeah. exaggerated and extravagant. So I, that's what I think happened. But, but uh, I mean, this is a spoiler alert, I think. But um, spoiler the, for lost. Spoiler Jesus. alert. Yeah, but the um, the purgatory setting. Yeah. Um. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Uh, but then once you do that, you haven't got a lot of places to go. And then the fact that the John Locke character was the one that ex was exclusively allowed to press the reset button. I think that... You didn't like John Locke? I didn't... It's not that I didn't like him, but I think it was what he was made to do because he was supposed to be the wise guy and he was supposed to be living 
of of the resources and he'd made sense of the island and what it was before everyone else and then essentially all he was just doing is pressing the reset button mm. and saying okay we're going to put things back to the way it was and that's almost like that Dallas cop out of um, no one shot JR it was just I think Bobby Ewing had a dream but it was Pogatory oh no I think it was JR did get shot it was Bobby got killed oh. in the season in the dream. Okay. So when he wake, when he kind of the season opens with him in the shower. Okay. So now it's a weird dream because they yeah. wanted to bring in Patrick Duffy back. Yeah. But they'd killed him off in the season before. Well, there you go. So that was their way around it. Well, but overall, I did like Lost, but it's okay. not. It's not. It's not the best. For me, it's not the best, and it's not the worst. Well, is, it, mean, is it the worst for you, Stephen? Lost. Yeah. I, I couldn't stand. Well, I only got through season one because there was too many flashbacks. I was okay. like, get on with the story. <laughs> oh, okay. Get on the story. Oh. They never left the airport. That was the yeah, whole point. It's just like every time it's like, okay, what are you going to do? They're on this island now. What are you going to do? And now, oh, flashback to yeah. someone oh, checking in at the airport, one. going through ba- oh. going through baggage handling. Yeah. Um, well, there's a guy called Todd Van Der Werf and he was writing for Vox and he wrote an article saying when to give up on a TV show seven simple rules so um, number one he says you can and should ditch a show at any time for any reason and um, what he's saying here is um, if a show hasn't completely annoyed you or bored you or disgusted you otherwise or offended you but it hasn't grabbed you how do you know if it's ever going to get there so um, I mean I think it that makes sense because there's like loads of new TV shows coming out all the time. Have you ever like dropped out of a TV show um, for like the silliest of reasons? Um, oh, I, I must have done. I can't think of anything offhand. You should have prop, prepped me for this. Okay. Well, <laughs> apparently, um, uh, well, uh, I'm going to say one more thing. There's a new rule. Apparently for a case of the week show, so these are like your crime scene investigations, criminal minds and uh, NCIS apparently you're supposed to give those shows two episodes uh, if you give it more than two episodes um, you're compromising but you need to give it two episodes for those shows to kind of really get you going otherwise it's time to drop it um, what about for a serialised drama how many episodes do you think you should give that before you I, kick I, it to I, the I mean the thing we're t- so we're talking about what, how long a TV series should be yeah and so the problem with dramas is that yeah. if they've got a good story they've got a season's worth of story yeah is that if it's then successful episodes. they then have to either change the ending or mm. think of a way to rebuild it for the second season yeah so if it's successful then it will almost certainly be brought back and you don't really get like you remember with like the office and extras how ricky gervais just did two seasons yeah and that was it because there's only enough comedy juice in an office scenario. Well, it's there because the American series went on for nine seasons. I think they had and, a bigger and cast. Also, though, and also had like 20 episodes a season. Oh, wow. So And they won awards, didn't they? They, did they won awards, Emmys. And it's actually funnier than the British really? office. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's controversial maybe, but <laughs> it's definitely better. Uh, don't worry. The, the, I'm sure Ricky Gervais will have something to say about that on and his then, Twitter feed. So you look at like something like the Big Bang Theory, which has gone on for ten seasons now, and yeah. it's still rubbish. Yeah. And then you've got something like Firefly. Say that that's, last. That's say that now. last bit again. That's, that's finishing Sorry? now. Say that the Big Bang Theory is still rubbish, but it's, okay. it's finishing now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's Firefly, one season, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. But yeah. they made a film. 
Albert Ser- Serenity. Serenity. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? Because America- I think that was crowdfunded or crowdsourced. Yeah, I, I remember they yeah, wanted to, to finish the story. But America's all about ratings. It doesn't matter. Oh how yeah, good yeah, it doesn't matter. Is, so. if, if, it, if it's if it's critically acclaimed, the ratings ain't there. They they, they take it away unless it's HBO because HBO well, they, believes in its. its or product. Netflix. Netflix, Netflix will never published their um, viewing figures. So which, we, which, we don't know great, how many people watch it. Which is a great thing for them. Yeah. I mean, the the thing is, the Netflix model is anti-Hollywood, but they are producing lots of innovative TV, and I think they're and a telling lot of rubbish as well. I think you should. I mean, there is a lot of rubbish. I think. I yeah, think. but the thing is, I, I think the viewers are rating the shows as much yeah. as they can do, like the IMDb star. But um, I do feel that I mean, that Jason Bateman's in the show called The Ozark, which um, I think I that's think pretty good. That's got commissioned to season two. Yeah, no, that's oh, that's. Season two's come out already. Yeah. Oh no, tomorrow. Today. Tomorrow. Out today, actually. Tomorrow, thirty first. Today's the thirty. Oh yeah, tomorrow. You're right. Um, what I was gonna say, the the Netflix um approach to entertainment is just throw absolutely everything at the wall and see it's what sticks. sticks. Yeah. And yeah, you, you go on Netflix. They do have a lot more original stuff, but you yeah. you'd only want to watch like twenty percent of it. If, so, you, if you really had to, if you had a gun to your head. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking about um, long-running series. Have we got any stats on um, what's gone on the longest? Um, perhaps we should talk about UK shows, considering UK we're in the UK. longest-run yeah. shows, I think. The longest-running is... It's got to be Coronation Panorama. Street. For real? Panorama? I so, yeah. Wow. I mean, it, it should be something off the BBC, shouldn't it, really? What do you mean? Uh, well, BBC Broadcasting... Corporation has lasted longer than ITV, so you'd think it would be a BBC. Oh yeah, show. but they only started doing commercial programming around the same time. So, okay. I mean, the statistics that I've got um, at the time of writing suggest that Coronation Street has got nine thousand five hundred and forty-nine episodes under mm-hmm. its belt since nineteen sixty. Yeah, and it's one of the few longest. It's the only longest-running show that is still. In, it's the longest-running show that's still in production. Um. Blue Peter's longer than Coronation Street, isn't it? Really? Yeah. How long was Blue Peter? <sighs> I don't know, I'm just... Cause I got Is Blue Peter still on? Oh, we did mention Neighbours earlier. Neighbours was 7,910 episodes. Yeah. And it's apparently lasted for 34 seasons since 1985. Yeah, I think they basically count seasons as a year yeah. of production. So. The thing I would say about um, Neighbours is I don't think however bad it gets... I think you've got to remind yourself it gave the world Kylie Minogue and Guy Pearce. Well, I, I used to watch And all also the Craig McLachlan of the famous song Mona. And, well, Ma- and Margot Robbie. And Margot Robbie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And actually. And I Jason to, Donovan. I used to take the colour drink up. I w- used to watch all the soaps and I gave them up yeah. except for Neighbours. Neighbours was the only one I couldn't give up. Yeah. Why is that? I, still, I, don't, I just enjoyed it because it mean, was funny. I remember <laughs> Neighbours being the show that when you left secondary school and came home to eat your tea it was just on TV yeah. and it was the, it was like the last thing that was worth watching before the crappy stuff came on uh, i.e. the news when I, when I was in school like 15, yeah. 16 so this would be 1990, it was massive everyone in our year and there was a weird thing that Neighbours did as well which it was on twice the same episode was on yeah, twice in the same that's day. that's aggressive marketing. Yeah. No TV show should be on twice I in one day. I think that's balls out confidence that you can say... Well, the same episode. Yeah, the same episode. Because basically what happened was, I'm not sure if it was for the mums 
or the stay-at-home parents it's for, it or unemployed kids, people it was because kids couldn't watch it because they were at school yeah. so they put on one that was after the kids programs no but it was so one it used to be on at 5.35 yeah there was one at 1.30 or yeah, 1 o'clock the 1.30 one is for stay-at-home mums yeah and then and they came on at 5 yeah and it came and, on at 5.30 and I think yeah. that's balls out confidence to say look we are so confident in it that you're going to love this show. We're going to put it twi- on twice in the same four hours. I, I, think, I, don't it think, was, I, know, I think it was. I think it was. It was its success that led to it being on twice a day. Yeah, yeah, because, because people couldn't wanted, see it in a perfect people time. People couldn't see it yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, but have you have you been watching it now? With, I have with the not. Soft, I have watched lighting it ever. And, and, and the movie style. Paul Robinson still. I don't think I've watched it since the two thousand. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah. He Paul Robinson is like yeah. the dirty den of. No, he's not anymore. He, he's he, one he, of the dark hair and he yeah, had the business. He's, 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 had, he's had a personality transplant. He's actually like nice to people now. Oh, right, because I gave up about two years ago. How did he have a personality yeah. transplant? He's, he's nice now. Right. He's nice now. Oh, he's not evil at all. He's, he's got sort of wow. grown-up children. He's, he's speaking to them nicely. He's not wow. plotting anything. What about Harold Bishop? Is he still in it? No, he's gone. Uh, has he's he gone, gone, passed he, away or he's he, gone? gone? No, he did pass away, but then he came back from the dead. He just walked into the water and swam really far. That's what it was. He lost his memory after after um after drowning. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> and, and then he just turned up. He, um, someone spotted him in another town. He was working for. But that's the how Salvation big Australia Army. is. Wow. You could just literally just walk up the road, that lose your memory. Really cool. you, you know the man who played Halbership, Ian yeah. Smith, was the main writer behind Prisoner Cell Block H. Oh, really? So there's a nice fact for you. Oh. There. And that was another big TV show in from Australia, wasn't Which, it? I used to love. That um, well. But yeah, I've, so got, I've got the uh, the best, the longest running UK shows here. Yeah, so we're about okay. to land this so plane. Do you want me to yeah, do the top ten. Um, I, I just want to say two more things um, before we get into that. Um, other tips to know when you need to kick out of a TV show is serialized dramas. You've got to give it four episodes. Movie style comedies don't give it more than six episodes before you kick out of that show. Um, stage style comedy like The Big Bang Theory, you've got to apparently give it half a season. So you've got to, that's probably why these shows go on for so long. And dramedy, which is probably more like uh, transparent. Um, if you don't like the first episode, you'll probably won't like the show. So I mean, let's go. An, an, an interesting thing about um, so what you were just saying about uh, the, the, uh, the tips, the seven top tips of uh, how to. Get yeah, the interesting thing about comedy, like a yeah. sitcom, is that the longer it goes on, the more the characters will become caricatures. Yeah, it's like the Jerry effect. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. remember in Friends uh, at the beginning, Je- Jerry or Kramer. Yeah, as although well, Jerry isn't, isn't like really intelligent at the beginning, he's not dumb. Mm. Joey, whereas he becomes dumber and dumber as yeah, friends yeah. go along. Yeah, and then um, what's it called? Um, Monica. She yeah. becomes more shrill and more controlling and more OCD. OCD yeah. as it goes along. Yeah, Ross becomes geekier yeah. and, and weirder as it goes. And yeah. as this happens in a lot of comedies you watch is that the characters will become because it's, it's about, what the, it's be, about what the it audience should be laughs the reverse at. though isn't it shouldn't they start off at the highest point of being OCD and then they mellow uh, no, no, it's, it's the no. but that's, that's, that's the thing where characters just become dumber yeah. but isn't that because the, old, they, the, the writers are creating jokes that the audience can laugh at collectively yeah but it's just because oh he's the kind of dumb one and then so mm. the, this character gets more dumb jokes given to them yeah yeah until then that becomes their thing yeah what do you think about the idea that most successful series are based at heart on family units? I don't know. I mean, if you look at this, which is the UK's top 10 programmes ever, there's only actually two dramas on it. Yeah. So you've got a number 10, it's Match of the Day. Yeah. Number 9 is Horizon. Yeah. Number 8 is Eurovision. 
Yeah. Seven is Doctor Who. Yeah. Six is Songs of Praise. Yeah. Five is a Welsh religious series called Descru Canu Decru Canmal. Which is probably Welsh for Doctor Who. Yeah. Fourth, <laughs> fourth is Coronation Street. Yeah. Three is Blue Peter. Two is The Sky at Night. And one is Panorama. So out of them, there's only Doctor Who and Coronation Street are actually dramas. Okay. So... Um, so I, I want to say one thing. Uh, what was the top comedy science longest running comedy science fiction again? Oh, that was Red Dwarf. Cool. <laughs> Is that all you wanted? I just wanted that. <laughs> I just wanted that noted. Can I? Can I just have a, a, a honourable shout out to um, Family Affairs that used to be on Channel Five as well? I really like that. That had Idris Elba in it as well, didn't it? I can't remember, but I, I really think it did. I really Idris like Elba was in that. I really like that. Yeah. TV, I really yeah. like that TV series. I don't know why Channel Five got rid of it. Yeah, bunch of losers, but yeah, <laughs> I like. I liked. And Family there's Affairs. that weird. There was a couple of weird soaps that ITV did. Mm. So they did one called Night and Day. Yeah, which was really odd, and it was kind of it was shot in kind of an auteur kind of way. Okay. It was like a single camera, and then they did that weird thing of Echo Beach, and it's sort of. Sister oh, show, and moving wallpaper, yeah, moving wallpaper. It yeah. was behind the scenes of the show that you just watched. Yeah. Oh right. And how so they, they came up this soap opera half an hour, and yeah. then you'd watch the writers and the production. And how they came up with it. How they came up with the show. But it was I, I like that. that. Did you like arrogant. it? Yeah, I thought oh, yeah. it was a good yeah, idea. Yeah, and then they just didn't run yeah. with it because the ratings okay. were crap. But yeah, yeah, that was okay. a really good. I I enjoyed. That sounds like a filmmaker's workshop. But I yeah I I preferred. What had happened is that people preferred the moving wallpaper as opposed to Echo yeah, Beach, yeah. but it was a parody of a so of, of a soap. Yeah. It was, it was done on purpose, and they just didn't get it. But okay. yeah, I really like that series. Okay, so uh, for the people who are listening, um, let's give them one tip to discover how you know that a TV series has gone on for too long, so that they can move on to another if, show. If, if your characters are, are acting in an irredeemably stupid way, give up. Yeah. Okay. Uh Michael, what would you say is one tip that you'd give our listeners to understand that the T V series that they're watching is going on for too long? You're getting the same old plots over and over again, repeated. Yeah. Um, do you know what my tip would be is um I think when you start listening to the canned audience laughter track and and you you're working out whether it's real laughter or is pre recorded I, you kind yeah. of just lost your attention on the show. I think that's one of the distractions. That's not good. Um, MKH, what would you say is a good tip to tell people? When you that can start predicting the, the line that a character is going to say. Before the character yeah, said before, it. Yeah, before the character said it. That means that you what should be getting paid to yeah. be on the writing team now. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to watch that TV series anymore. What experience, paid to do what experience, which show or series did you have that experience with? When well, you could, when you kind of predicted the lines before, well, I think you, you get that with 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 comedy. So you you'll watch um, stuff like the Big Bing, the Bing Bang, whatever the, the fuck, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, the Bing Bang Bongery, yeah. yeah, whatever that that <laughs> that that beating over the head that you're getting, and you start predicting what Sheldon would, how he would react, and what he would say, yeah, and the voices. Yeah. That's when it's time to get out. And I think, yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, I think that's um, it for today um, we hope you enjoy your TV wherever and however you may watch it uh, you've been listening to the dulcet tones of Enough Said uh, brought to you by Blue Ice Microphones Audacity Software and Toshiba PCs live from Ithaca House you can find us on Twitter via Enough 
at the charity that's at inuf underscore t-h-e-c-h-a-r-i-t-y or you can listen to us again through another episode via castbox and just type castbox.fm and inside the search engine of that podcast uh, platform you can look for enough said that's i-n-u-f-s-a-i-d so for now it's goodbye from michael ahan see ya and goodbye from our co-host Stephen code cheers you've also been measurably controlled by mkh inc bye-bye and i've been your host trevor jones if you'd like to know more about the registered charity project Enough, that's Independent Newham Users Forum, feel free to go to our website www.inuf.org. That's www.inuf.org. Thank you for listening. We hope to, that you'll be with us to hear us from again soon. Over and out.